Welcome to Urban Principle, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And welcome back to another podcast. We are on episode 62, season 2, and last time we started a uh, series called How, uh, Principles Make a Difference. And I started looking at uh, some of the recent research uh, just completed by the Wallace Foundation, where they did a systematic uh, synthesis of two decades of research. And um, let's see, that report um, was about how principles affect students in schools. And we know on the flip side of that, that principles do affect schools big time, because if you're... Uh, Talking about effective leaders, leaders no matter what walk of life they're in, whether it be in a school, a business, uh, no matter where they are, uh, leaders do make a difference and effective leaders make a difference. So how you lead makes a big difference. Uh, getting back into this research report by the Wallace Foundation, um, I'm looking at a section now, what drives principles contributions. Remember, I'm just looking at bits and pieces and kind of highlights of this study. This is actually a 136-page document, so if you'd like to look it up at the Wallace Foundation, you may do so and probably find a lot more than I'm giving you for sure because there's a lot of information in there. And they talked about uh, the quantitative and qualitative studies that they um, did, and they identified three overlapping realms of skills and expertise that school leaders need to be successful, and these were instruction, people, and organization. So those were the three overlapping realms, instruction, people, and organization. And then they described how these skills and expertise manifest in four classes of behaviors that the best available research suggests produce positive school outcomes. Uh, these behaviors fall under the following categories. And they have, uh, here's the categories, engaging in instructionally focused interactions with teachers, uh, it says forms of engagement with teachers that center on instructional practices are practiced such as teacher evaluation, instructional coaching, and the establishment of a data-driven school-wide instructional program to facilitate such interactions. And I'm definitely big on coaching. And the next one was building a productive school climate. And we spend a lot of time on the show talking about school climate and developing the uh, positive uh, culture. Uh, to be productive, and it says practices that encourage a school environment marked by trust, efficacy, teamwork, engagement with data, and organizational learning and continuous improvement. So, like the quality of even your professional development within that. And uh, the next area was facilitating productive collaboration and professionally professional learning communities and strategies that promote teachers working together authentically with systems of support to improve their practice and enhance student learning. Uh, excellent. And then the last one was managing personnel and resources strategically, processes around strategic staffing and allocation of other resources. And we saw that highlighted when we looked at some of the research on innovative schools in the past and they talked about the importance of the leadership having the ability to manage personnel and use resources, as they stated, strategically. 
in a way that can help you um, get to the outcomes. So they they identified that and broke that down uh, uh, with some nice uh, visuals. If you actually look at the actual study, you'll see some of these things. Uh, school and student outcomes, engaging in instructionally focused interactions with teachers, building a productive climate, uh, facilitating collaboration in professional learning communities, and managing the personnel and resources strategically were what they considered the leadership behaviors. And then coming up from there were the skills were considered uh, people, instruction, and organization. And under people, they had human development and relationship skills uh, like caring and communication and trust. And as a leader, of course, you have to develop those things. And instruction, skills to support teachers' classroom instruction. And that was always an important goal of mine is how can you support the teachers and give them the resources they need and uh, come up with the things that are going to help them be more productive and efficient and be able to do their job more easily in the classroom. And especially at a time uh, with COVID, there you should be doing everything you can to support your teachers. And then that next area under skills was organization, uh, management skills that transcend schools, including the use of data, strategic thinking, or resource, resource allocation. And um, another thing they talked about, too, is from an equity perspective, they said that we find that principals can have important impacts on key populations, including low-income students and students and teachers of color. These in impacts can occur through direct channels, uh, how they manage student disciplinary actions, or through indirect channels by working with teachers to implement culture, culturally uh, responsive teaching practices by hiring a greater number of teachers of color who are influential for students of color. Um, and then they go on to even talk about the principles of color may be high leverage actors in this regard as they appear especially likely to have positive impacts on both students of color and teachers of color. And then, of course, there is a need for more equity within the ranks. And another thing they talked about, an additional finding is that principal turnover tends to negatively affect not just student achievement, but other outcomes such as teacher retention and school climate. Principal turnover is higher in schools serving larger pop, uh, proportions of low-income students, low-achieving students, and students of color, suggesting that principal turnover often may reinforce existing inequities among schools. Yet we also uncover evidence that not all principal turnover has negative effects on schools in cases where districts replace an ineffective principal with a more effective one. Impacts may even be positive, though the case does not appear to be typical. So there still seems to be a challenge with retention of principals, and that's something I've talked about quite a bit on my show, is uh, the importance of retaining strong leadership and managing your talent within districts and uh, doing the things that are going to help them be more productive and move in positions where they can actually uh, make more of an impact in helping to develop effective leaders. Um, in the section... Uh, talking about implications for policy practitioners and researchers. Um, let me jump ahead here. There were some pieces I wanted to... Uh, let's jump to the summary of key findings. In sum, we found the following. Effective principles are at least as important for student achievement as previous reports have concluded, and in fact, their importance may not have been stated strongly enough. Um, I would agree with that. Um, the importance of a strong leader is, of course, 
high, uh, high priority. Uh, number two, principals have substantially important effects that extend beyond student achievement. And number three, effective principals orient their practice toward instructionally focused interactions with teachers, building a productive school climate, facilitating collaboration, and professional learning communities and strategic personnel and resource, resource management processes. Uh, number four, principals must develop an equity lens, particularly as they are called upon to meet the needs of growing numbers of marginalized students. And I would also add to that that the principals need to know for sure the demographics of their community and their school and know who they're working with and the cultures they're working with. And the more they understand them and the more they uh, know where they're coming from, the better they're able to their they're able to serve their needs and to help their achievement and to help them prosper and succeed. Uh, number five, effective principles are not equitably distributed across schools. I would say that's usually the case in a lot of districts. Uh, principles are becoming, number six, principles are becoming more racially and ethnically diverse, but represent, representation gaps with students are growing, which is concerning given the payoffs uh, to principal diversity. And then number seven, research on school principles is highly variable and the field requires new investment in a rigorous, cohesive body of research. And um, I think I'm gonna look at uh, wrapping it up tonight because I like to keep these so they're somewhat short and you can listen to them easily and quickly. And maybe I'll highlight a few more pieces from this. There's a lot of information in here, so it just depends how much we wanna share, but there is a lot of great information and good stuff. And there's no doubt that the principal or an effective leader, no matter what, position they're in can make a big difference uh, within a school or a business or an organization. Uh, it's definitely a priority. And I marked a couple things here and now I have too many marks in my book. It's sure interesting because now I'm not going to be able to find what I originally marked for you. Uh, let's see. I wanted to share a couple more things from that book I've shared from before, John C. Maxwell, uh, Encouragement Changes Everything, and see if we could find some. I had a piece, of course, I had read just the other day and wanted to share, and I have way too many little reminders sticking out of this, so I'm not finding the one that I highlighted that I want to share this evening. But I'm sure I can find it here. If I could remember the quote exactly, I would share it offhand, but I'm not remembering exactly the quote. Well, I may end up picking a different one. All right, and it looks like, uh, all right, this is the one of the ones I wanted to share. The greatest good you can do for another is not just share your riches, but to reveal to him his own. So help, um, help them find their talents. And that was by uh, Benjamin Disraeli. Uh, Benjamin Disraeli. And uh, I was grateful the other day. I was able to get my first shot, my first COVID shot, Moderna. 
So I was able to get vaccinated since I still work in schools and do some consulting and do uh, work with student teachers. And I was able to get it through my old district, which I appreciate. And uh, am on my way at least to getting my second shot in, in, in April coming up here the next month. And as we wrap up tonight, I always like to end with a quote. And uh, the quote tonight is, um, When you practice leadership, the evidence of quality of your leadership is known from the type of leaders that emerge out of your leadership. And that was Sujit Lalaman. And that is so true because who you develop as leader and how many leaders come out of um, your building and your organization shows how much you are working to develop the highest uh, potential in people and the strengths of the people that you work with. And as we leave tonight, keep staying safe and keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, let's remember to stay positive. You've been listening to Urban Principle, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com.